Good morning, Barbara. How are you today? Good morning, Michelle. I'm fine. Thank you. Barbara, can you tell us where you are from and what organization you are involved in? Sure. Um, I live out here in Long Island, New York, which is located in Suffolk County. Um, I've lived here all my life. I got married here. I married my high school sweetheart here. I'm raising three beautiful children. My youngest is 26. My second is 28. And my oldest is 30. So. Wow. <laughs> do, they, do they all still live in Long Island? Yes, they do. And actually, they all still live in my house. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, actually, my oldest now just got engaged and they just bought a house. So she is going to be moving out very soon. So I'm excited about that. Well, that's amazing. Um, yes. It's also a blessing to have your kids with you. I mean, I, I'm sort of dreading when my kids go away to college and um, secretly I want them to go very nearby so that they can live at home. So <laughs> I, I don't think um, there's anything wrong with that. Um, but yeah, Barbara, can you tell us uh, what organization you are involved in? Oh, sure. I would love to. Um, I'm involved in a ministry called Moms in Prayer, and I've been involved with them for 25 years now. And Moms in Prayer has been like my lifeline. I love it. It's where I've learned to pray. Um, I've served now on the New York State team with Moms in Prayer. And I serve alongside Jill Folletta, who's our state coordinator with Moms in Prayer, and four other great ladies. And this great ministry has been around for 39 years now, which is really amazing. It started by just one mom in California. Her name was Fern Nichols. And she was worried about sending her kids to junior high. It was her son who was going to junior high. And um, she began to just ask the Lord to send her one other mom that she could pray with. And God answered that prayer in one week for her. And she began to start praying with other moms and began this ministry called Moms in Prayer. And so now today we, well, we have a new president. Her name is Sally Burke. But Moms in Prayer is all around the whole entire country. It's in 150 countries right now. And I love that about Moms in Prayer because a mom's heart, no matter where you live, what language we speak, our mom's heart always beats the same for our children, right? Because we just love our children. And so to be part of a ministry that prays for children and their schools really meant a lot to me. So it's been such a joy to be able to be part of this great ministry. Barbara, how long have you served um, in Moms in Prayer? Well, I've been a part of it for 25 years. So, and I've been on the state team now for um, 20 years. And what I do on the state team is I work alongside Jill, who's mm -hmm. the state coordinator. And I, um, I help moms to get started in the ministry. So if they go onto the website, the momsandprayer.org website, 
they could go into that website and punch on to find a group and they can locate a group to see if there's a prayer group praying for their child's school wherever they are in new york and i get all those inquiries so i answer the call you know to those moms trying to get them connected and if there is not a group for their area then i try to get them to start their own group so we're part of like training these moms to know the importance of prayer how important that is to train up a to train yourself in prayer doing the four steps is what we do in moms in prayer so i train moms to start groups or i help them get connected it's that, it's great that sounds really lovely barbara and in fact you were the person who trained me as a moms <laughs> in prayer leader and so that's how i know you um, and I know how good at this you are. And that's why I reached out to you because um, you just have such a heart for other moms and teaching them how to lead these groups. Mm-hmm. So um, if you would like to start your own moms in prayer group, I'll put the website down at the bottom of this podcast and you can either find a group or start your own. Mm. So um, transitioning now just a little bit, Barbara, how did you come to know Jesus? Oh, gosh, that's such a long story. (laughs) But I'll try to make it short for you. Um, I have no background. I've never been to church. I was not raised in a Christian home. Mm -hmm. I knew nothing about God. I knew nothing about the Bible. Um, But I was being invited to a Bible study from an old school friend I had uh, from high school. I had two little girls at the time. And so we had gotten connected again because we had two little girls. We were going to a play group together. But she kept on inviting me to come to this Bible study. And I thought, oh, God, why is she inviting me to this Bible study? (laughs) And then there were times where she would read scripture verses to me over the phone. (laughs) And I was like... Oh, my God. I mean, I couldn't even listen to them, Michelle. I had to put my phone down on the Mm -hmm. table and wait till she was finished. (laughs) (laughs) And so, um, but I loved my friend, you know. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I just said, okay. One day, I said, yes, I'll go. (laughs) I just said, yes. I didn't even know why. I just said, yes. I do know now why I said yes. God was really calling me at that time, mm-hmm. and I didn't even know it. So there I go to my first woman's ladies Bible study, whatever you want to call it. We opened up God's word, and I was amazed at what I was reading for the very first time. I mean, it was just life-changing for me. Um, I was falling in love with God's word, but I didn't even know who the author was yet, you know, Mm -hmm. because the word was just speaking to me. And I was like, oh, you mean God says this? Oh, like, like, oh, like, wow, look at this. I like this, God. I really like what (laughs) you're saying here. So it was really like pulling me in and I didn't know anything about it so I just kept on going Mm -hmm. and um, the funny thing is that first day I went after it was over 
I was talking to the pastor's wife who was there. Mm -hmm. And the first thing I said to her was, you know, I don't know why I'm here because I have no problems. (laughs) (laughs) I I can't believe I said that because really that is the most biggest lie ever. Right. I had so many problems at that time, Michelle, but I didn't know it. I had no idea, but I was a mess. I was literally a mess. So God had to work that in me. And um, I mean, my, my marriage was falling apart. I was actually addicted to drugs. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I have no problems. Remember? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was a mess. I was really I was probably a train wreck ready to, you know, collide. And um, my friend discipled me and I knew I had to be forgiven of my sins. And I didn't know what that meant. I didn't know anything. So when I finally came to that place where I could just really confess my sins to the Lord, um, he met me. He met me in a very, very powerful way. I learned now today, it doesn't always happen that way for everybody. But for me, he met me very personally. I was in my den. I wasn't in a church. Mm -hmm. I was by myself. And he met me there. And he took away all my guilt and all my shame that I carried and all my sins. And um, I've never been the same since. (laughs) So I really had an encounter with Jesus. And he was really real to me. Um, And I just kept moving forward. Wow, Barbara. (laughs) That is such an awesome story. Um, I I mean, to go from being addicted to drugs with two small children, Mm -hmm. marriage falling apart. Mm-hmm. To then, you know, believing in the Bible, um, and then we later on leading these prayer groups. I mean, what a transformation! <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Well, prayer is just talking to God, right? It's our relationship. It's such a simple thing. Mm-hmm. And you know, when that happened for me, I, I'm here. I am in a marriage now. And I'm looking at my husband and he doesn't know this Jesus like I know Jesus now. Right. Like, what am I going to do? I have this new, this new person in my life, this Jesus. Mm -hmm. So he was, he did not want anything to do with God or the Bible Mm -hmm. or anything. So I knew I had to do this alone right now with God. And Mm -hmm. I had to depend upon him for everything for everything right but what does it say here in in one peter as we all know one peter 3 1 it says wives likewise be submissive to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word they without a word may be won over by the conduct of their wives so again i was like god you even have that in there for me i was like you you know everything about me it's like i was just like okay lord you got this i'm gonna wow. be fine you got this <laughs> so would you say that's your favorite scripture um no i mean i do have so many favorite scriptures 
I mean, the one, my life scripture verse, I have to say, is Galatians 2.20. And that is, for I've been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but it's Christ who now lives in me. And the life that I now live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loves me and gave himself to me. That is actually my favorite verse as well. Hmm. Really? Yes. Whenever I just say it, it just puts me back together again with who mm-hmm. I am in Christ, you know? Because mm-hmm. I have to die daily to myself, right? Right. And I, and I know he's living in me and he cares for me and he loves me and he gave his life for me. You know, so I know he's going to take care of me. And he has. That is such a beautiful testimony, Barbara. Um, really, it it truly is. I'm so happy to hear it. And I'm just wondering, is there a particular time that the Lord has shown you mercy and grace in your personal life? <laughs> I think every day. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Um, well, mercy, because he, he's forgiven me of so much of my mm-hmm. past sins, and he's wiped the slate clean. I mean, who else can do that? Do you know God is the only one that has the power and authority to wipe away our sins and take away all that guilt? It's just amazing. And that's what he does for us. And then... Grace is the next thing that's for us. We live by grace, right? It's him dwelling within us. Mm -hmm. And he tells us to come boldly to his throne of grace so we can run to him at all times and receive his grace, which is really his strength, his power, his might, everything that he is and not who I was, you know? Yes, Barbara, that is such a powerful message because a person hearing this might think to themselves, I have just messed up so badly. There's no hope for me. Oh, yeah. Um, But you and I both know that there is hope. And sometimes the only place you can turn to is to Jesus Mm -hmm. to wipe away, you know, all of the sins you know Mm -hmm. in your life and to Mm -hmm. start fresh yeah yeah it's wonderful isn't it i mean that's the good news right right i mean that's good news right (laughs) i mean i was such a mess and i thought i was okay that's the funny thing and then i always think you know if i never got rescued from god where would i be and you know i know where i would be because I know my background. I come mm-hmm. from a very big family. I have six brothers and a sister. Mm-hmm. And I'm the only one that, um, well, not today, but back a few years ago, I was the only one that knew God. Mm-hmm. And he pulled me out of that lifestyle. And I got to see my brothers go down the path that I would have been in. And it got bad and it got ugly for them. And I got rescued from that. I mean, I probably would have been divorced, like a regular statistic that we see today. Mm -hmm. 
I probably would have been living who knows where if I continued the road I was going on, you know. But he pulled me from that, and that's what gives me hope. And also that gives me compassion and love to help people that are going down that same path because I know I've been there. I know you can get out of that. You know what I mean? So I have a heart and a passion for that too. Well, they do say, it does say, with God, all things are possible. (laughs) So um, in Matthew 16, 9. So, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I mean, really, Barbara, your story is so powerful. I had no idea um, about how long after you um, turned to a belief in Jesus did you start leading your prayer groups? Um. It was very soon afterwards, actually, because um, my kids were starting to enter school Mm -hmm. and I was afraid of the school district we were living in. We had purchased Mm -hmm. this house that we're Mm -hmm. in now today Mm -hmm. um, and we were afraid to send our kids to the school. So we were going to use my mom's address because, you know, a lot of people do that. Mm -hmm. they say they live somewhere else so they can go and live in, you know, send their kids to a different school district, which is Mm -hmm. right next to the school district I live in. Mm -hmm. So I was going to do that, but Hey, I found Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't lie. Right. Right. right? (laughs) That was my, my intent. That was my goal in life to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I couldn't lie. So, okay. Now what? Okay. So that's when I found out about Moms in Prayer, uh, a ministry that prays for their children, but also prays to their school. So that really spoke to me at the time because the school district that I'm living in is not a very good school district. It's a, mm-hmm. it's a tough school district. It has mm-hmm. a lot of influence of gangs and, mm-hmm. and, and a lot of, you know, dangerous stuff that you don't want to send your kids to. Right. So... I found moms in prayer and the first thing that the Lord did for me was I got peace to send my kids here. Like he really wanted me to send my kids to this school district and it was going to be okay. And, and was it Barbara? It is okay. My, my children survived. <laughs> <laughs> they made it through. Um, they went to college. They have careers. I have one who's a teacher Mm-hmm. One who's a nurse, and the other one is a uh, is an architect. So yes, they're they're all doing fine. They made it through the school system. Wow! But it was through prayer, you know. Yeah, I prayed for them all along the way. Yeah, you were with them, and God was with them, and yes. that is a beautiful thing. Yes. So we never moved. Well, that's amazing. So moving on, um, what would you say your favorite memory from Moms in Prayer is? Um, I have to say when we do our summer road trips. (laughs) And um, I know that's how I met you, Michelle, on one of our summer road trips. Uh I love that. See, I get to meet other moms that are all across New York that have a heartbeat to want to pray for their children in their schools. So every summer we do these road trips and we do about a thousand or so miles in like three days. And we do what we call meet and greets and Mm -hmm. we get to meet and speak about moms and prayer to these moms. But the one that sticks out to me right now is uh, last year we went to the Bronx. 
Mm-hmm. Now, Bronx was always a dark area, you know, mm-hmm. who wants to go into the Bronx, right? Mm-hmm. And we've been praying for the Bronx for so many years, but we had a meet and greet in the Bronx at the, at a cafe it was called the um, New Way, uh, the Way Cafe. Mm-hmm. And we met five young moms in this cafe and we sat around the table and we started to share our stories about what Moms in Prayer is to us, how we pray in Moms in Prayer. And we start to turn around as each one of us is talking. And these little moms are praying, I mean, are crying. All of a sudden, one by one, they all start crying. And we just look at each other and I'm like, God, God is doing something here. <laughs> we had no idea. But God just knew exactly who we were to meet. You know, he just set the whole thing up. And we got to meet these precious moms. And one mom said, you know, she she shared and she goes, you know, I don't even know how to be a mom. My parents were were addicts. And so she grew up in a, in a terrible home where both her parents were addicts. So she didn't know how to be a mom. But she wants to learn how to pray for her children. And I was like, oh, this is great. Because <laughs> prayer is the best thing that you can give your children. To pass along that legacy of prayer is the best gift that you can give. So... Things like that. I, I love going out on the road to me. That wow. <laughs> That's such an inv- amazing story. Yeah. Um, and lastly, what is one bit of advice you would offer a new mom? Oh, well, pray, pray, pray. <laughs> I always say that. Um, and just don't be so serious about everything, you know? Enjoy the journey. Enjoy every day. Just know how much Jesus loves us. Know how much he loves our children. I mean, do you know that he loves our children more than we do? (laughs) (laughs) Right? Mm -hmm. I mean, he created this whole institution. It's one of the first things he created, right? First, he creates marriage. It's Mm -hmm. his godly institution. And then in marriage, we have babies, we have children. And this is the most important thing on God's heart. Like, I think we lose that, you know, because the world is so crazy and spinning so out of control. He loves the family. And if he loves the family so much, he's going to protect you. He's going to hear your prayers. He's going to get you to the other side. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. You just have to know that. And, that, and that, I, that would be what I would want moms to know. Well, Barbara, ending on that note, I mean, your message is so inspirational, so wonderful to hear. And I just, I pray that many moms would hear this and just be inspired by your story. So I just thank you so much, Barbara. And I, I just, I hope you have a wonderful day. Oh, thank you, Michelle. And I love you too. I loved meeting you. I knew right away when I met you, you were going to just shine for Jesus. And so thank you for this opportunity. Thank you so much, Barbara.